me tell you a story. Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the skeptical one. I'm Erin, the believer. And I need to break my devastating news to everyone. <laughs> I don't want you to tell anybody this. Well, I have to. It's the, okay, fine. Maybe the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It's the biggest plot twist this podcast has ever had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest plot twist my life has ever had. <laughs> When something you go along your whole life knowing and loving something and it turns against you. There's nothing worse. I don't. I mean, it's just awful. You have been betrayed and the fear that someday I will be betrayed in the same manner. Yes. Is so real. Yeah. I'm terrified. Every second now I'm terrified. Yeah. It's like you think you know your body. (laughs) Like the one thing you should be able to rely on is the body that you have lived with for so long. Yeah. And you know it. You know it well. Yeah. Inside and out. You better believe it. <laughs> Until one day. <laughs> Yuck. I mean, good. You said women, it. Women power. Let's find your spot. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> it was just the way you said it so excitedly. Uh, so you anyway. Set, you set it up. I did set it up. But then for it to all of a sudden turn on you unexpectedly. Yeah. So everyone knows in this podcast, we go on and on and on about it. Crab dinners are jam. <laughs> we, heck, our one year anniversary, we went to River House where yeah. we ate a lobster tower. That would kill you now. Yeah, because apparently at age 42, Ugh. um, like what, 15 days, I don't know how many more days until I'm 43, my body has decided I am now allergic to shellfish. <laughs> it's so sad. It is the saddest thing. So we were out at our parents' house on Sunday and had a seafood boil, which we've had a million seafood boils because we all love seafood. Yeah. Ate a lot of shrimp. Yeah. Because I love shrimp. Yeah. Ate a whole lot of shrimp. And then about an hour later, I'm driving home and I notice, oh, I just have like a little bug bite on my arm. Like that's where by the time I got out of our parents' neighborhood, <laughs> my arms were covered in little bug bites and they weren't bug. And then I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And they're itching really bad. And I'm like, are these hives? I've never had. I don't even get seasonal allergies, Aaron. Like I don't yeah. get hay fever. I don't sneeze at cats or dogs. I have no allergies except for poison ivy. I wish it had been poison ivy. I mean, I would have paid money for it to be poison <laughs> ivy, but it wasn't. Yeah. You used to, when you do have an allergic reaction, you do have a big one because yeah, poison true. ivy in the air when we were little used to make you, <laughs> oh, you look like Chucky the doll. And no, you scared me so bad. You've said this on this podcast before and I did. I am. It was, I was so scary. scary. But I think I've grown out of that allergy maybe because yeah. now I don't seem to ever have a reaction and I go hiking on a fair amount of it and I've never had another reaction. On a fair amount of it. On a fair amount of it. Sounds like a, on the monopia. I, I just coined a new phrase. Um, a fair amount. I yeah. go hiking. I do my fair share and I don't break out with poison ivy anymore. So apparently my body traded in. Here's what, re- like, why couldn't I be allergic to a certain scent or to something that, why is it got to be shellfish? Yeah, shellfish is just a mean, cruel, awful so mean. twist. It's so mean. What did you do to deserve this? I, I don't know. Somewhere <laughs> along the line, my karma is coming back to bite me. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I, by the time I got home, home, my whole neck had swollen up and my tongue started to swell up. Uh, It was bad. So I had to go to like the urgent care and they gave me a steroid in my hip and some Benadryl finally did the trick. But I now have an EpiPen that I have to carry around with me. Oh my gosh. Which is so strange. I know it is the strangest (laughs) thing to me. I'm like, oh my gosh. Just kidding. If you have an allergy, I don't think you're a nerd. (laughs) Yeah, right. And I, I have to be that person that, that sits down in a restaurant and says, I'm allergic to shellfish. Make yeah. sure it does. Uh, so weird to me. So I was watching your kids yesterday while you were gone. Uh-huh. And Miles said, if my mom is allergic to shellfish, can she not swim in the ocean anymore? And I went, yeah, she can. And then I thought for a minute, I was like, actually, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I have never heard of that. I better be able to still swim in the ocean. I will. Yeah, but like contact with shellfish. I mean, how many shrimp really swim up to you in the ocean? (laughs) I don't know. They're in the water. That's contact. Oh, brother. I don't think that's how it works. I'm pretty sure. I mean, who knows? This is the first time I've ever had a big allergy like this. So I'll have to look into it. But I don't know. Then I started thinking oysters. 
are like my second favorite thing. And I yeah. thought, well, that's like a rock. Uh, like that's out of yeah. a rock, right? That's not a sure. shell. So I'm not going to look that one up. I'm just going to chance it. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> I, I said that to James. He was like, no, we're looking that up. I was like, damn it. Uh, so I'm just going to like, if I go to a really nice seafood restaurant, I'm just going to bring my EpiPen with me and chance it. Oh. I mean, whatever, just stick myself. Except for this thing at three hundred dollars. Yeah, you so don't expensive. think you can do that? I can do whatever I want. It's <laughs> my epipen and my body and my allergy. And if I oh say it's gosh. worth it, it's da- it's worth it. Oh my god! But it's gosh. gonna have to be like a really nice seafood restaurant. Yeah, really nice, like once in a lifetime type thing. But I or what if I just took a couple of Benadryl before and then you just sleep through sleep it. sleep while I'm eating. <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh. It's just so sad. Charlie, girl. Charlie, I this? still love it. I yes, still love it. <laughs> I mean, listen, still being there for Aaron. And I'm telling you what, I, I might like toy around with it. Like, let me see how much I can eat before whatever. I mean, I've got an EpiPen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is seafood, Aaron. I know. I know. But I actually do love you more than seafood. I don't know that I love myself. I don't know that I want to be live, but I can never have seafood again. Oh it is gosh. like, like imagine going on vacation. That's all you look forward to. You're going to yeah. go to the beach. I'm going to get some fresh crab legs. Yeah. I'm going to get some shrimp. I'm going to get some oysters. Those are my three things. Yeah. That sucks so bad. Yep. I'm just going to have to stock up on EpiPens before I go on vacation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, it's crazy. Well, it's I'm horrible. glad you're okay now. Yes. Thank you. I will say that this also happened to a friend of mine. Um, she got the, I think it's called alpha gout where uh, a tick bite. Yeah. You know, will all of a sudden make you, you can't eat red meat. She said it's also, it's red meat, pork or seafood. Oh, it's so, awful. But I don't, I don't think I've gotten a tick bite, but she said she went without red meat for 10 years. And then she was like, this is getting crazy. So she started slowly working it back in her diet and now she's fine. She okay. eats it all the time. So she said there is hope. But maybe wait a little while. Wait, like ten years. Like maybe maybe ten months. I feel like I feel like I, I heal and adapt mm. to things very quickly. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh my god. Ten months even seems like a long time. Oh, it's awful. I checked this awful. morning in on you. I said, "Hey, how you feeling?" And you just wrote, "Pissed off that I can't eat my favorite." Yeah. Food. That's all I care about. I don't care about how I'm feeling. I was the whole time. I was. I am kind of weird. I like as it's happening. Like James, like I feel like you are like getting excited about this. I'm like. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, like it was insane watching these hives grow on my body. Yeah. I wasn't excited, but I was kind of like, it's kind of cool. Yeah. He was like, I don't know if it's cool would be the word. I'm like, it's just like, I've never seen this happen before. Yeah. Your neck looked crazy. Oh yeah. My neck was wild. And the weirdest part behind my ears, I had huge, huge knots. Yeah. Oh, you're so weird. It was so cool. I know there was there was something about it that I was like, this is fascinating. Yeah. And then once it kind of like got into my mouth, and I, I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go. I guess I'm not, I, I just want to be able to breathe to appreciate how cool this is. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, your calls to me yesterday were funny. You're like, actually, I think I'm going to go to the emergency room. I'm having an allergic reaction. I was like, oh my gosh. Five minutes later, I changed my mind. I'm not going to go. It's fine. <laughs> Five minutes later. Okay, James is making me go. <laughs> Never mind. We're going to go to urgent care. I will not go to the emergency Yeah, I was like, this is too dramatic. I'm like, I am fine. Like, I'm, Your throat like, was closing up. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I had faith in that Benadryl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I really, I think I just really wanted it to be like, cool looking hives that would go away quickly and be like, okay, great. Then I can still eat shellfish and just deal with hives, but I don't think that's it. Yeah. You just didn't want that confirmation from a medical professional. Listen, I was supposed to go to the ER, the the urgent care people, they told me I had to go sit at the ER for a six hour observation. I mean, I can be such a good liar. And the funniest part is James is sitting there and he knows we're not going to go either. Like he knows (laughs) I'm not going to go. I already told him like, I'm not going to the ER. It's going to be horrible. You have to sit there forever and blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to the ER. So they're like, yes. And then after this, you cannot go home. Do not eat anything. You go directly to the ER. I'm like, okay, okay, I will. I will. You know, and I, I can just <laughs> tell he's like trying not to laugh. I'm like, I looked at him and was like, we're not going to the ER. He's like, I knew we weren't going to go to the ER. <laughs> I'm fine. I did my own observation. I had the EpiPen right next to me. $300 worth. Ugh, That's crazy. So stupid. It's so stupid. That's a life-saving device. Yes. It should be free. That's yeah. insane. You have insurance. I, I know. Ugh, I know. Ridiculous. It's crazy. Don't get us started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got nothing as exciting as that. Oh, I've got more stuff. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I've been excited about tonight. I did. I wanted to warn everybody that I will be smacking a lot. And by everybody, I mean smacking. Rue, 
because we have a gnat infestation. Oh, gosh. They're everywhere. They're driving me crazy. I mm. try to keep fresh fruit in the house. There's my first mistake. Mm-hmm. And now I'm drinking wine, and they're like hovering. hovering. Uh, so I will be smacking, and Rue will be taking him out because she's the best. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what – well, I'm gl- really I'm glad Not you weren't – I'm not smacking you. Oh, I know. Well, I thought you meant like um, – I don't know what I thought you meant. It was like smacking your mouth, smacking your lips. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, why? Why tonight have you all of a sudden decided to – Bring up this uh, new habit. Well, I did take half an anchovy butter paste, so we will just have to see. Not me, because I'm retired. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Unless that can, like, cure. it back. If anybody knows anything about that connection. Maybe that's what happened. I took that. That big one, and it made you allergic? And maybe if I just go back and redo it, like Alice in the Wonderland, I got to find another. (laughs) Yeah, because you had seafood on your trip. I had seafood. I mean, I've had seafood all summer long. Yeah. This is crazy. Okay. It's crazy. Anyway, let's back talk up, back up. anymore. Don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> um, okay, but I do. This is something I've been saving. This is my recommendation, and Aaron knows I keep talking about it. It is the funniest podcast. I've besides to ours. almost every single episode. Have you? Do you yeah, love it? I cannot stop listening to it. It's so funny. So Shannon, the lovely Shannon, um, shout out to you, posted on our Facebook page this like meme that said, "What did the meme say?" It's like a picture of a post. So the original post is best podcast who shat on the floor at my wedding, a true crime podcast by a Kiwi woman trying with her wife and a mate to track down who shat on the actual floor at her actual wedding on a boat. So a true locked room mystery with limited suspects. And then it says, I haven't listened to podcasts in years, but it's time <laughs> from that. That was on the meme. Yes, that's great. I know. And I love that. It's like, um, which podcast should I start with? Oh, I know. Who shat on? I mean, it I, is. The I funniest. read that and thought, oh, that is hilarious. But I didn't think it was an actual podcast. I agree. I didn't think it was real either. Yeah. And when you told me you were listening to it, I was like, I just read about that. It was because of our page. Yeah. It is the funniest thing I've ever listened to. About yeah. Life. When I saw that meme, I thought, if this is a real podcast, then that's brilliant. And so then I <laughs> looked it up and sure enough, I found it. I'm like, oh, oh this my is, gosh. I'm in. It is great. So if you're looking for a new podcast, now listen. We are the top funniest, but this one is right up there. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no uh, they, really. they blow us out of the water. Yeah. I mean, they are you, clearly their friend that they've hired to be a detective has got to be a comedian. She's so funny. She is so dry and so funny. Her delivery is Her questions are point. so funny. I love it so much. Uh, it is great. Basically, it's the investigation of who shat on their floor. Like someone actually, actually did. happened at their wedding a year and a half ago. Yeah. And it's great. It's so funny. It so is you all the funniest. Definitely listen to it. And also if you haven't watched deadlock, I think the reason why I'm loving it so much yeah. is that the show deadlock is hilarious and that's on prime. I mean, it's like, that was my suggestion. Yes. That you. was yours. And you did, you did great on that, but this <laughs> is like pro it's like making it go longer because she reminds me. Yeah. She sounds just like her. she does. She sounds just like her. And she sounds like the same type of questioning yeah. that that detective would ask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. So anyway, definitely look into that. Uh, if you're looking for a new podcast. Yeah, it's so good. Well, I have a little room update. Okay, they're always good. Anybody laughing this week? Nobody laughing. Our lovely birdie okay. was concerned for me. Okay. So she sent me a message asking if she could send her hellhounds to my house. <laughs> now, listen, <laughs> I... I'm sorry, birdie. I'm not meaning to laugh. I am a believer. I was a little... I think there's levels of believers. Yes. I don't know much about hellhounds no, other than what Birdie has told us. I know nothing. When I when you say hellhound, I think of the Ghostbuster scene. Oh, yeah. um, like when they're they become those cement. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Dogs. Scary. The yeah. gargoyle things yeah, like turn yeah. into. Yeah, they're very mm-hmm. scary. That's what I picture. Yeah. Well, when she was describing what they would do to clear out the bad spirits, it sounded like lighting a candle to put out a fire. I was like, this does not sound proactive at all. It sounds way scarier. like you're inviting something scarier in to scare out something scary. Right. But she said, no, no, no. I'm going to tell them to be cool. You won't even know they're there. I'll know when they're back. It's a lot of trust. Yeah. And when they're back, put a little salt around your door and your windows. So it's like, okay, all right, go for it. Why not? Let's try it. Oh my gosh, Erin. I haven't heard anything. Okay. I haven't heard anything. So, okay, I'm I'm going to need to ask this question for everybody out there oh, who's wondering the same thing I am. What in the hell does a hellhound look like? Oh, I don't know. They're spirit hellhounds. Oh, wait. So you didn't get like a delivery? No. <laughs> she sent them through her house. 
Oh, shit. And they gave them your address? They, they galloped to me. Did she, g- <laughs> they, I had to Birdie, pick them up I at the P.O. box. Oh, no. my God. I love it. They came through. You had to pick them up at the I was kidding. Oh, I was like, wait a second. It was no, like no, no. a box of nothing. No. I mean, hellhounds. <laughs> oh, tell us how you really built. No. Uh, no, she sent them to our house and they did spiritually. Did you give her your address? How no, does she, she know? she just spiritually sent them to me. Oh, Birdie now, is way Birdie deeper than I am. powers. Yes. And I didn't smell anything. She said it might smell like sulfur. And I said, that sounds bad. I don't want that. But did she tell you like what time they were going to show up or? Um, yeah, kind of. She was like. Oh my gosh. My favorite part about this is that she asked you permission. <laughs> <laughs> like she could have just sent them. Yeah. Right. And I don't I think that you'd have known. I wouldn't have but known. That speaks to how much Bernie believes. And I respect that. And believes in consent. And I love yeah. that too. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, so it has been quiet. The only scary thing that has happened is I was trying to sleep the other night and Kevin was there. And when I just have a hard time sleeping. So I often listen to podcasts while I go to bed mm-hmm. and I've started to listen to this new one called Heart Starts Pounding. Ooh. And she just tells like kind of spooky things and she's got a really soothing voice. Okay. And I didn't mean to fall asleep to that one because that's kind of scary. And uh-huh. I don't want to go to sleep to something scary. But the opening to it is like a silent beat and then somebody like a man going <gasps> like Oh that. man. And I woke up to that in my ear pod. Oh no. And I tell you, I <laughs> jumped ver- like I was still horizontal and my whole body was just rose out of bed out of fear. It was uh, terrifying. I was like, oh my uh, gosh. Like there was a man in my ear gasping for his last breath. But it's cool. It was just a podcast. Do you think that um Birdie's hellhounds were like laughing at you. No, because I would have thought that. Oh, but you already sent them back. I sent <laughs> I sent her a message and said, "Hey, I think we're good." And she wrote, "Oh, they came back on Wednesday." So I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> great! Gosh. I didn't even know they did their job and they came and back. they came back." So I need to know if they told her anything yeah. and can you verbalize with hellhounds? Oh my gosh, that is just—I mean, some would say unbelievable. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, I mean that is so cool, and then, it's great that it has been quiet. Did in you my do room. like a ring of salt? I haven't yet. I'm supposed to just put a little salt around my borders, but I'm supposed to put black salt, which she also told me is like the the dust from incense, like the ash from incense oh. and salt. And I was like, great, I am allergic. New yeah. incense is the only thing I'm allergic to. I'm sure you can buy that so somewhere around. I'm just gonna put salt. I'm allergic to it. Yeah, but the smell of it. Like, I don't think you'd be allergic to the I'm allergic to the smoke that comes off of it is what Mm. makes me break out. Interesting. I don't know. You try your incense thing. I've got an EpiPen. I'm (laughs) crazy. Just let me know. (laughs) Full circle. (laughs) Um, Wow. Uh, That is quite a story. So just to recap, she just sent them here. Yeah. She was like, okay, I want you to go to Aaron's house. I don't know the address. But I need you to go there and I need you to cleanse her house. Yep. And then come on back. Yeah. I think she must have done that like two fingers in her mouth whistle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can picture, I can picture Bernie being able to do that. Okay. Uh, they came back and now your house is good. Now, you don't think in any way that might be a placebo effect? Like you have been told now. Actually, my only fear is that I have, like, we had company last week and so Kevin was off. Normally, I have that room to myself pretty much. It's very quiet in there mm-hmm. at night when I'm going to bed. It's just me. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really had that much. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't been in that room. I feel like I've had two normal nights okay. since I've been here. So, And they bother you when it's whatever this thing is. It bothers you when it's just you. Well, I usually typically. feel like I hear things walking around before I go to sleep. But that little laugh, that little giggle was mm-hmm. when Kevin was there in the closet. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But, but yet he didn't hear anything. No, because it was like in my okay. ear I, in the I'm closet. Just, okay, I'm just and getting were, the facts. No, no, you're right. No. Okay. So anyways, thanks, Birdie. Yeah, I mean, Birdie, if nothing else, thanks for th- that content. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's a little bit, it's nothing I've ever believed in before, but it's interesting. Yeah, well, it is something. There it is that. Yep. That is so great. So, yeah, after that, let's uh, move on to some stories. How about that? Yeah, I think um, Birdie got us good and ready <laughs> to, uh, like, if anything, I guess I just don't know what's stopping Birdie from just, like, sending them out in the world and, like, do your job. Maybe she has a limited amount and maybe it takes up all their energy. Yeah, I got a lot of questions. I need to know. <laughs> okay. And I'm sure Birdie, Birdie sent us an email. Let me know all about, like, their limitations. 
are they, do they have hours that they work? They're like, ah, yeah. oh. do they have a certain amount of protection power? And therefore you spared a little bit for me. Oh, that's awfully kind. I know. Birdie, she's the best. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. So we are back from last week's story. The last little bit of Sarah's ghost hunting adventures. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. I am too. Cause I turned this sideways. Oh, that's, I do know what I was going to say. I did crossword puzzles with mom the other day. <laughs> Real ones, not like you do on the iPad where it I cheats and tells you that you got it right. Okay. I did like the Sunday Times uh, crossword puzzles with her. That shit's for real. <laughs> I had to use her readers. Oh, my god! And let me tell you, I hate them. Why? I thought, okay, this be Because the well, looking up and the looking down. 2.5%. Oh she's got big ones. Wow. It was a lot. It kept making me dizzy because then I'd look up to talk to her and then my eyes would have to readjust. And I'm like, I'm forget it. I'll just stop doing crossword puzzles. Okay. First of all, start lower. Second of all, you would get used to that. All right. If you say so. But still, I did look adorable in them though. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I just looked old, but nah. adorably old. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> okay. So- Anyway, the whole reason I brought that up is that I can turn my phone sideways and the font is big enough now for me. There you go. That I don't even need readers. We like it when it's big. It's perfect. I do like it when it's big. Here we go. There was more activity on the fourth floor. We were told by the guide that the oh, ghost- Wait, wait. Oh, you're jumping in so hard. I already it- said that she went on the ghost tour. You already said all that? Rue. Sorry. I back me up here. <laughs> yeah. I totally said. So we're then back. Then started talking about glasses for a long time. I'm sorry. I, I feel like gummy. people can kind of follow where I was at. Okay. So now that the font is big, I can tell you all about Sarah's ghost tour adventures on the fourth floor. Okay, I'm ready. There was more activity on the fourth floor. We were told by the guide that the ghost that people tend to perceive on this floor is referred to as Brownie, as he is often found in the patient's kitchen making his favorite treat, brownies. Well, that's nice. Wait a minute. Do they get the brownies? I after? know. Like, are there really brownies there? How do you know they're bra- Are they ghost brownies? How can you tell? <laughs> oh, that guy's making brownies. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like in his real life, there was somebody there who always made brownies. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Ask Bertie to explain this one too. <laughs> uh, do ghosts, do hellhounds, can they make brownies? I don't know. Brownie enjoys poetry. I love this character. I mean, this ghost or the whatever. Brownie. Loves to bake and loves poetry. Okay. Long walks on the beach. I wouldn't want to date him, but I would be friends with him. Why? You don't like I don't brownies? Like, I don't like, no, I love brownies, but oh. I don't like a lot of romantic Mushy words poetry. Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not for me. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like to just read a poem? No. <laughs> I've never read one once that I actually like. Really? Liked. When I was in um, middle school, I bought Jules' book of poems uh-huh. and pretended like I was very cool and pretentious and liked poems and- I lied. I lied to myself while reading it. I was like, I am so bored that I will read this whole thing. Uh, oh, well. oh, you're not on Brownie's level. So no, but I, I think- would be his friend. I just wouldn't read his poetry. Well, don't worry. I don't think Brownie's interesting you oh, either. Oh, Annie's dead. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. There is that minor little yeah, fact yeah. there too. Okay. And I, again, I don't think Brownie would be interested in you either. Okay. Well, well, because you're full. You don't like poetry and he does. You all just oh. have different. <laughs> Listen. I mean, you could give it a go. See how it works out. I don't know. Try them on. Okay. Brownie enjoys poetry recitations. And so we began to read him poems from our phones. Rebecca read most of the poems to Brownie as we all sat at the end of the hallway on chairs that were provided for us. We all sat shoulder to shoulder except for Rebecca, who sat on the ground behind me. We were using a light grid to try to see any motion down the hall. I've done that. You have? Yeah. Do they supply that when you go on the ghost tour? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, on the one I went on. I need to know that bit of information. That helps me. Okay. Real quick. Do you know what a light grid is? Yes. Like okay. in the movies where it like casts a like light. Like it looks like a graph gridded paper. light. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And you're looking and for anything. if anything walks in front of it, you can kind mm-hmm. of see it more. Mm-hmm. Or if it's been manipulated by the people on the ghost tour. <laughs> okay. We also had a few cat balls. Hey, hey. Hey, we now know what that is. We They're do. not dirty. No, no, not like we thought they were. <laughs> that had periodically gone off in some of the previous rooms we had investigated strewn about the floor. A REM pod was also set up at least 20 feet away from where we were sitting. A REM pod is a device used to detect when something is very close to it. It okay. lights oh, up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It lights up and makes noise whenever something sets it off. We tested it, and you have to be within inches of it to make it go off. 
We hadn't any luck with it yet, and this was the third floor we had investigated. Every time Rebecca's phone would finish reading a poem, I would feel a tug on my chair. Ooh. I looked behind me at Rebecca, and each time she would say, it wasn't me. Like she could see it? I guess. Also, I totally think it was Rebecca, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll get to that point in a moment. Uh, we also saw some twinkling of the green lights from the light grid, and Rebecca saw a figure. Notice it's always Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca saw a figure walk across the hallway and into one of the rooms. Tasha then asked if Brownie could touch the REM pod. It lit up and made a ton of noise. What? That's weird. The REM pod went on and off for several minutes with one extended episode when the noise continued for about 20 to 30 seconds, oh at which gosh. point Tasha said, that's enough. And it stopped. <gasps> oh, poor Brownie. It was like, can I stop yet? Right? Like, what are we doing How here? much proof do you need? <laughs> I don't have so scary. He's like, I'm trying to make brownies over here and listen to my poetry. (laughs) Uh, Everybody should take a half a half a anchovy butter paste before they listen to me. Okay. I don't have any idea why she asked Brownie to stop. I just witnessed that it stopped the second she asked it to. Since Rebecca was the stimulus that Brownie seemed to be responding to, she walked down near the REM pod to where she saw the figure go into one of the rooms. We all just watched with anticipation as Rebecca attempted to ask Brownie some questions. There were no audible responses. Then we heard, oh no, from Rebecca. Oh no. We asked what was going on, and she said that something touched her legs. Rebecca didn't volunteer herself as ghost bait again for the rest of the night. We went back to the center area and told the guard that Rebecca had been touched by a ghost. And then he replied that it was very common for women to be touched on the thigh. Ew. Right? Brownie. I know. Perv. Brownie, that's not very poetic. No. Yeah, like, mm mm-mm. Not reading his poetry now. And also, they've been doing the work. They've been reading him the poetry all night long. Yeah. I don't Mm. like this guy. Right? Brownies are not. Yeah, I would kind of like to sample those brownies. I mean, brownie does sound really good right now, but it's (laughs) so good. (laughs) On the thought, even though we hadn't told him what area of the body she experienced the ghostly contact. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's where it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we're supposed to read between the lines. We're inferring that. The last room we investigated before giving up, because it was 4 a.m. and I was just done, Ugh. was a room that supposed I don't want to do anything till 4 a.m. anymore. Like, that no. sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, was a room that supposedly belonged to a little girl named Lily, I think. Honestly, there were so many names and stories associated with this place that I've forgotten this. We sat quietly in the room filled with toys left behind from previous visitors. Oh, that's a creepy, like you're now sitting in a room with a bunch of toys. We weren't having a lot of luck in this room and decided to leave. But after we all exited the room, we remembered that the little girl supposedly gets upset if you don't tell her you're leaving. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to say goodnight, one of us said. Then Rebecca piped up. Notice that it's Rebecca again. In Rebecca's defense, she didn't mean to scare them on that last one. She was sleepwalking. No, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, Then I'll I'll get to Rebecca in a minute. Okay. Then Rebecca piped up. No, we're supposed to say goodbye. After the words goodbye were uttered, we heard sounds very clearly moving in the room that we had just left. Ooh. We hastened our departure and left for the hotel. Once we got back to the hotel, Julie noticed four red spots where her necklace was to ward off evil spirits Ooh. where it had touched her skin, which she assumed was an allergic reaction. Oh, yeah. Or four little... She doesn't have an EpiPen. I know, right? I was like, allergic reaction? That's like the theme of the night. I know. The moral of the story is if you go ghost hunting, take Rebecca. They love her, maybe because she accidentally was was one at one point. <laughs> Thank you for reading my story. Sorry for the extended link. And I'll say goodbye to you the way I apparently say goodbye to ghosts. Nope. How do I get out? <laughs> yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there, Sarah. Bring Rebecca. Yeah. If you want a lot of activity to because happen. she's very spiritual. Well, I think because Rebecca probably wants things to happen, I think Rebecca might make things happen. I don't think she, she might make things happen with her aura because she sounds like a little mm. beacon to spirits. I think it's interesting that Rebecca was the one that decided to sit behind everybody in the chairs and the chairs what got tugged on. I think it's interesting that Rebecca was the one that went down into the hallway and there were no witnesses, but she's like, oh no. I think... 
that Rebecca might. Oh, well, he tells how you really feel. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying Rebecca's fraud. Rebecca might believe all these things through and through herself, but really wants them to happen. So therefore, things happen when Rebecca's around. The only skeptical thing I found find about Rebecca is that she knew to say it wasn't me. Like, you know, when you tap on somebody's other shoulder uh-huh. and then look, you know to say it wasn't me because you just yeah. did it. Yep. But that's the only thing. Everything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything else. I believe yeah. Rebecca. Well, Rebecca, um, I I would go with you. I would I, want to go, go with you and Sarah yeah. and Tasha. And, and, and listen, if that ever does happen, Rebecca, please know this is all just for the podcast. Or I believe, I don't think that you're doing this for real. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, well, I really do. Yeah, that's a lie. I do think that you're doing it. But please don't hate me. I still am. A, I'm, I'm finally, you know, like, whoa, that last TikTok that we did. Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of got in trouble. You were kind of mean. I would listen. <laughs> It was, I didn't say it was horrible. It was just distracting. <laughs> anyway, if you want to see that, go to our last TikTok. Kind of got called out by the, um, by the original poster. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, but I wrote on Tell there, me you don't agree. I wrote on there. Sorry. She lashes out when she's skeptical. Yeah. I saw that and I thought, no, that's not the reason why. <laughs> I think it's time for me, right? Oh, you got to debunk. Rebecca is doing it. You're I did. I'm I sorry, did debunk. I'm sorry. I think it was Rebecca. I'm Katie. I'm Garrett. We started a podcast and against the odds. We both have ADHD and we're diagnosed as adults. So we're tackling that lake diagnosis and what that means for each of us every week. And we also take little side quests into things like the history of tarot and the history of Geraldo Rivera's mustache. Lots of side quests and um, rabbit holes. I think every week has different rabbit holes that we fall down. Yes. Um, and we are excellent at getting sidetracked. I think it's some may say professionals. <laughs> so if you also like getting sidetracked and want to laugh along with your two new best friends, tune in every Thursday to The Bar is Ankle High, available on all platforms, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Bar is Ankle High. Bye. Okay, it's my turn. Okay, so. The other day, I joined a, another group. I was trying to hustle, get some okay. stories. And in this group, I don't understand it. They have a whole group chat going. And so I keep getting these notifications. Well, this one guy, Nick, uh, he sent a message or he sent his story over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I would love to take that. Can mm-hmm. I have your story? And he said, yes. Nice. Uh, he also is a host of a podcast. Oh, nice. So I'm going to plug that at the end. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, uh, Nick just jumps right in because this wasn't really a story written into us. I just stole it mm-hmm. with permission. Not like I do the hot sauce at the Mexican <laughs> restaurant because I do not get permission she to steal that. puts that in her purse. Anyways. Okay, so Nick says, My older brother, little sister, and I have experienced odd and unusual going-ons from our previous house growing up. In my early teens, we moved into a newly built house where the hauntings have stopped, or so we thought. My sister and brother-in-law came to visit one weekend over the holiday season. My sister, brother, parents, and I were playing a game at the kitchen table. Uncle Nick asked my niece, Yes, Allie, I replied, looking down into her bright blue eyes. September likes you, she said with a smile. Hmm. At first, I didn't know what to say to a four-year-old little girl full of strange and quirky questions. (laughs) September is a month, I answered. It's the beginning of the fall season. Now we're going to get a little... Side story into Allie here. Okay. Allie has had a few interesting experiences in the house. There were times, now listen to this. This is the weirdest thing I've ever read. Okay. There were times where she would walk out of the playroom soaking wet from head to toe when there was no spilled water in the room nor a faucet. What? And then we just move right on. That's all we get from that. Also... Uh, let's see. She claimed there was a monster in her closet, as most young children have feared. A few times, pennies fell to the floor next to her mysteriously from out of seemingly nowhere. Hmm. That reminds me of Josephine's story. Oh, yeah. Where that penny penny was like on the light fixture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was weird. As far as a child's imagination can imagine, I was intrigued as to what she had to say. I know of parents naming their children after months out of the year. But hearing this from a four-year-old, dot, 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 mm-hmm. there had to be more to it. Silly Uncle Nick, she laughed. September is his name. Mm. I paused for a moment and looked over across the table where my little sister had a look of curiosity written across her face. 
my sister Becky asked me to go upstairs into the playroom to check it out. Allie has mentioned that name before at home in Iowa, said Becky. For the life of me, I have no idea what she's talking about. Hmm. I held Allie by the hand and walked up the stairs into the playroom. I didn't see anyone nor hear anything out of the ordinary. Maybe you should use your ghost tools to talk to him, said Allie, because only I can hear him. Hmm. As the paranormal investigator that I am, I thought of it as a fun way to experience a little pre-ghost hunt with my niece. I gathered my EVP, Electronic Voice Phenomena, Mm -hmm. recorder, and pressed the record button. I dimmed the light and sat on the floor in the middle of the toy room with Allie and asked several questions to her supposed imaginary friend. Hmm. Hello, September, greeted Allie. My Uncle Nick is here. Can you tell him your name? After several questions, such as, who are you, and is there anything I can do to help? And, Allie tells me you like me, is that correct? With no response in the room. At least, I didn't hear them physically. Later that night, I uploaded the EVP onto my computer. I uploaded the sound and converted it to the MP3 file. After the recording was uploaded, I listened to the playback. To my surprise, Allie knew more about September than I would have guessed. Mm. Here is the EVP session in full. Not, we don't get to hear it, but I will Uh read it to you. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe maybe Nick will become our friend and he'll send it. Okay, well, I'll go, I'll tread lightly. Okay. So, Allie, hello, September, EVP. We only hear static and white noise. Allie, my Uncle Nick is here, EVP, no response. Several minutes have passed. We didn't hear a response until, Nick, is there anything I can do to help? EVP, nope. Hmm. The hair on the back of my neck stood on ends. I'm not here to harm you in any way, says Nick. EVP, no response. Allie, it's okay, September, he won't hurt you. EVP. I know. Mm. Nick, where are you? EVP, box. I was confused at first. Allie then pointed to a shelf hanging on a wall behind me. What I saw on the shelf was an antique wooden music box. I remembered when I purchased the box at an antique mall. Just then, through the EVP recording, I heard a few music notes as if the box crank had turned, but I didn't physically hear it here myself while I was in the room, outside from the recording. Wow, that's That's weird. pretty weird, right? So, mysterious music playing, pling, pang, plong. Mm -hmm. Nick, Allie told me you like me. EVP, yes. Short pause. You're nice, the voice replied. Aw, about Nick? Yeah. Aw. Over the last 10 minutes of the EVP session, I heard no other replies to any other questions we asked until the very end of the recording. Nick, Allie told me that your name is September. Is that your name? EVP, no response. Nick, what is your name? EVP. Bye. (laughs) End of recording. Interesting. Nick. Well, September, it was really nice talking to you. I hope we will speak to you again soon. It didn't say soon. I just made that up. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we will speak to you again. Allie. He said you will. End of recording. I stored the music box in my paranormal collection of haunted things. Years later, when Allie was seven years old, she still loved that music box as if it were brand new. Except for now she's pissed that you took it away. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, wait a second. You just took away September, my friend. Yeah. Uh, she thought of it as a collector's piece of history, and I never stopped her from messing around with it. Hmm. It was a gift to her when she was young. That you took back. No. I'm just going to okay. point that out. Okay. It. <laughs> it was paranormal. Yeah, it still was hers. Okay. Can't take it back. No matter how many times I tell this story, it always gets to me. I think of it as not a scary story, but actually a very sad story, if I'm being honest. Yeah, because you took away your your (laughs) gift. (laughs) And poor September was enjoying Allie's company. Yeah, but, you know, as that mom, I'd be like, go ahead and take that. Yeah. You can can get rid of that. I would would not care. Oh, I would care so much. Just an imaginary friend. (laughs) I I mean, I don't Um, really know what an EVP does. Like, it records. I get it. But do you hear an actual voice? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. And you don't hear that when you're in the room usually. Yeah. I think in order for me, now, Nick, it, I bet you're going to listen to this and just know, again, it's in the title, My Skeptical Sister. <laughs> so don't get pissed at me. It's, 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 full, we're full disclosure. But I would need to be there when it happened. Okay. I would need to mm, see the equipment for myself. Okay. At all times. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and then here, they record, like, afterwards. I would need to hear it okay. myself. Yeah. I Can you do, like, an immediate playback? Because you see that in like ghost hunter shows all the time where they record the EVPs and then back in the studio. And then you find, why do you have to go back to the studio? Yeah. Can you not just rewind it? it, Well, I think there has to be a little bit of time so they can manipulate it to say what they wanted to say. I think we did that. I think we did listen back immediately when we went to the theater. Hmm. I don't think when we went to theater, (laughs) we went on the theater ghost tour. I forgot that. Not everybody may have listened to that. I was like, that sounded really weird. We went on the ghost tour in Savannah at a really old theater. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was very spooky. The EVP didn't give us much, but the the sound box did. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. Um, what's the difference between an EVP and a music box? Okay, so an EVP is basically a no, noise. Wait, I know what a music box is. You said something else. Sound. A sound box. <laughs> okay. An EVP is basically picking up the noise that the spirit is actually saying that we just can't hear okay. here for whatever reason. Okay. A music box is like a radio scanner and it it just oh. is constantly shuffling and then you oh, ask questions right. and yeah, it like totally think finds a word bullshit. and mm-hmm. pops it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't blame that at all. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, I hate to ask this again, but did you debunk it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I said that I would really, in order for me to believe oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would need to, I would need to be there for okay. all of these steps. But do you believe the child at all? Allie? Yes, I think that Allie has an imaginary friend named September. Okay. And if somebody was faking it, wouldn't they put a response in every time? No. Uh, Yeah, a stupid person would. (sighs) A very smart, like, good. But listen, I don't know, Nick. I'm not trying to say he's trying to make it. There are scarier ways to drop that mic if you're making it up. I think it's a very good story. It's a great story that happened to Nick. It is a great story. That is where I want to leave that. It's a great story that happened to Nick and Allie. Thank you. And (laughs) because of my trust issues, I have got to be there. I have to make sure there's no smoke behind the mirror. I got to make sure there's no man Mm -hmm. behind the curtain. It's just how I am. It's just in me to be that way before I truly, really am going to believe it. Okay. Well, then I guess that brings us to the end. It does. It does. I feel like we just started. (laughs) I don't know, girl. I think we've been going for a while. Nick's podcast is called The Ghost Bar. Well, that's very fitting. I bet we would love that. I can't wait to check it out. Yeah. As usual, I am so excited about this week's fan favorite. Oh, this week. Finally, I've been waiting for you to actually get it. (laughs) I'm excited every week, but I'm really (laughs) excited about this week, too. So our fan favorite this week is the one, the only, the lovely Teresa who you mentioned earlier. Oh, I did. Tonight. Because I love it. Teresa and I related so hard over tuna noodle casserole. You did. Teresa spoke your language. She reached out to you about tuna noodle casserole. I have passion. told that story to anybody. Whenever that comes up, tuna noodle casserole, I say, yeah, I, it was the only thing I knew how to make when I first got married and my husband got burnt out on it. He still hates it. Yeah. And Teresa did the and same And Teresa thing. basically had that same story. I love it. I'd like to see what her recipe is and your recipe is. Oh, yeah. And oh, then let's see swap. If, yeah, swap recipes, see if they're the same. If they're, um, I like Teresa's too, Nita Casserole. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> okay, listen, if you like Teresa's and you don't like mine, <laughs> then I don't like Teresa anymore. Really, it's mom's. <laughs> Wait, whoa, poor Teresa. I feel like you wouldn't like me. It's not Teresa's fault. She makes a better tuna new casserole. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. Uh, I had to that. Harsh. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we know Teresa in real life. The way we know Teresa is our last live show we did at Molly Malone's. We did with the lovely Joni. And if yeah. you don't know Joni, you got to get to know Joni. She's wonderful. And Teresa is Joni's sister. Yes. And so at our live show, Teresa was there. She was selling some fabulous artwork that she does. She does jewelry. Jewelry, right. But they also, she and her husband, which I'm going to get to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do incredible artwork that we're going to talk about. And I'm going to tell you where you can buy it here in a minute. Okay, awesome. So I told Teresa, you know, like that I was picking her because here lately, she's just been so, really just so complimentary. (laughs) Yep, that'll do (laughs) it. Yeah, that'll get my attention any day. Uh, But she's, you know, really been present on Facebook and uh, just a true fan. Like you can tell she listens, she responds, she tells us some things that she likes. So we really appreciate that. Uh, so I asked her to be a fan favorite. She said, wow, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for picking me. <laughs> You're welcome because 
You love it. <laughs> Everybody loves this segment except for Aaron. It's fine. I love it. It's, it's my fine. favorite. Uh-huh. Okay. So Teresa said, I would like to plug the Humane Society of Oldham County, which is where Aaron and I are from. Yeah. So that works out perfectly. And I'll tell you what, Teresa, I might be in the market for a puppy dog. Ooh, that's right. Right? Not a puppy. An old dog. I want like a, you know, house trained. I'm not, tra- I'm not into training a new dog. You want like a middle, you want a young adult. Yeah. I want like, like get your shit together, right? Like you, yeah. you're not going to chew my shit. You're not going to pee and poop in my house. You're like lazy, but you can still kind of be fun from time to time. You could get a hellhound. I'm good. Thank okay. you, Bertie. <laughs> you keep all those hellhounds your way. I'll let you know if I need them. <laughs> So I, and Teresa goes on to say, I have been a volunteer with them for three and a half years now. And I'm amazed at the people who give so much of their time caring for these animals and helping them find their forever homes. Oh, How you know, cute. I love a pun, Teresa. so cute. They provide a low cost spay and neuter clinic every week and sometimes have as many as 60 cats in a day. Oh my gosh. Why? That's so much spaying and neutering. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of cats. That's oh, a lot of cats. Why are there so many cats in Oldham County? <laughs> what are they doing in Oldham I County? I don't know. Hemingway, is that you? Oh, wait. Wait for this next one. <laughs> you made me pee a little. <laughs> Hemingway is... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, we're about to we're about oh, to lose it. Oh no. It's not just pets from Oldham County, but many of our surrounding counties as well. We have a trap and release program that spays and neuters colonies of feral cats and releases them back to their environment. Oh, that's so cool. I know. We have many volunteers who feed the colonies each day. We partner with the Lucky Cat Cafe, which features some of our sweet kitties in their shop so that they can mingle with customers and find their new families. We also have a program for dogs called Camp Canine that matches prisoners with a dog that needs a home. I love that. Love that. They spend weeks training with them to be wonderful pets who are then placed for adoption. Anyone interested in adopting any of our animals can visit our website or come to visit the kitties at our Kitty Palooza on Saturday, July 22nd from 3 to 7. Oh, if Paula were here, you know she'd be there. Right? At our new location on Interior Way in LaGrange. Thank you so much. And then I'm like, you're so welcome. This is perfect. Then I love it. I love it when we know our fans, they're like, oh, and one more. I got one more plug. I got got one more. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what, Teresa, you're worth it. We'll give you one more plug. Is it okay if I plug our business? Which really, when I asked Teresa, that's what I was thinking she was going to plug. So I'm really glad she came back and did it because it's amazing artwork. My husband and I started a business six years ago called Black Cats with Lasers. We make laser cut and laser etched wooden home decor, such as coasters, door decorations, lake maps, and all kinds of cool stuff. Please check out our website at www.blackcatswithlasers.com and come shop with us at our next craft fair. And we will link that for sure in our show notes. That's really cool. I've seen their stuff on Facebook, but I've yeah. never, I didn't know they were doing it with a laser. That's yeah, really cool. It is really cool. I know. Um, I've seen that at craft shows. I've seen their work at craft shows and we talked about, which like, I'm so glad I remembered this for, um, well, I hope they don't listen, but uh, they don't. <laughs> James's grandparents, <laughs> they definitely don't listen. But like getting a um like a laser map of their land. Oh, that'd be really wouldn't cool. that be really cool for them to hang in their yeah, in their house? I would love that. Yeah, it's like such a personal. And I remember we talked to them and like, oh yeah, we could totally do that. So you can do personalized gifts. Oh, like that. awesome! Yeah, yeah, definitely reach out. Absolutely. Well, I love that. Thank you so much, Teresa, for being a wonderful fan. Yes, thank you. Thank you to the people who let us read your stories. Mm-hmm. And- All of them, you know, Nick and Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever sent in the story? Thanks. In retrospect. No, no, just keep going. Okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. We love you. Thank you for continuing to write us some lovely reviews. We got another one this week. It was very nice. Yes, thank you. That made my whole day. I know. It was really cool. Uh, and thank you for, uh, I don't know how to keep saying thank you. I'm going to move on. Go to our website. Yeah, yeah you just keep thanking everybody. <laughs> yeah, yep. I started off well, and you ruined me. Yep, sorry. Please check out our website at www.myskepticalsister.com where you can find out how to become a Patreon. You can contact us. Our PO box is there. Also, you can write your stories in directly there. You can 
find out where to listen and find our merch. And we'd love when people go there. So yeah, check it do. out. Uh, you can also write in directly to our Gmail at myskepticalsister at gmail.com. Please write in your stories. We love reading them. And you can rate, review, subscribe. We are going to be submitting ourselves into a contest for mm. women podcasters internationally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I put something on Facebook and a couple people chimed in. But we have to find 10 minutes of like our, our funniest little clip. So if there's a part that you remember from an episode that you really mm. like, let us know. Because some yeah. people were already writing in and I went back and listened. I was like, oh, that is pretty funny. Okay. So I haven't gone back and listened in a while. Yeah. It's always funny to listen to ourselves because I forget everything we've ever said. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, these Once people are funny. <laughs> <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> our social medias are Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will talk to you guys next week. Nope. How do I get out? La, 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 la. I don't think the spirit world works that way. <laughs> don't think any world works that way. That's not good content for this, though. Right? No. No, it's not. It's prairie boring. It's prairie boring. It's prairie boring. It's, it's the worst. Kind. It's very boring. It's like a little house on the prairie boring? It's very boring. Listen, we were told by the guy that... <laughs> What? I feel like you're looking at me like ready to laugh. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Okay. I was looking off so that I could listen. Oh, were you? Okay. I was. A REM pod. <laughs> what was funny about that? I wasn't listening. <laughs> well, I started thinking of a joke. <laughs> oh, 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 here we go. You want to tell us your joke, Karen? <laughs> oh, you know it already. Is it about cat balls? No, but it's about moth balls. Oh, it's my joke. I know it's the best joke. Tell it real quick. Please, please, please. Well, should I say that for my our joke segment? Oh, yeah, you should. You want to hear it? You got to be on <laughs> That's right, because it's a good one. It's, it's like a, one of my fame. Like, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, nobody has told us if they like those yet. Please. <laughs> oh, they might, they might not be out yet, actually. That's okay. the last thing in July. Like, that's that's the opposite of selling it. You're like, ooh, and, but yet everybody hates it. Okay. <laughs> I am so sorry I interrupted. <laughs> you haven't even read yet, bitch. You better get it together. <laughs> oh, Rue, it's going to be okay, a long um, night. Oh, I forgot, Rue. I'm Buckle so sorry. Up. Okay. Up. I keep thinking of too many things while I'm trying to read, and it's not helping. Oh, sorry. This time I got real bored. <laughs> kind of did. Because <laughs> I don't believe in any of this shit. I'm oh. so sorry. That was really harsh.